about charity. Let's talk about money and how to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I... Okay, so obviously we're talking about charity today, but it's crazy that this isn't on people's minds. Well, or is it on their minds? Or they think, oh, I don't, I can't give. Or they give to, or they do the opposite. They give to whatever pops up. It's all over the place. Or yeah. whatever's trending. Right. They're like, versus thinking for themselves. There are so many GoFundMes now for just like, they're like, so and so. I fall victim to all of them. <laughs> like it, it's a beautiful foundation. Like, like, it's a beautiful company. They're like, so and so's dog needs a new paw. <laughs> Should have done that when my dog lost her eye. That cost me Into literally that, my I say own pause. arm and leg. <laughs> get it. Pause. Oh, I get it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I do think it is important to focus on charity. But we're going to talk about doing it in a proactive way. Yeah. And how to be consistent about it. Whether you nice. are a salon, an independent commission, anything. What's the craziest okay charity that you've ever heard of? Put me on the spot. I can't think of any crazy ones right now because all my proactive ones that we actually donate to are stuck in my head. I think uh, this isn't a charity. Maybe this, I don't even know. I how will to. tell you one I love. Well, I can't use this person's name, but it was a friend of mine. I don't know if we're still friends or not. I just haven't talked to this person in so long. Um, a friend of mine wanted lip injections. And if anyone knows me, I have an obsession with lip injections. And this person wanted lip injections, and so he posted on Facebook that he was like he wrote it like it was a charity that we could send and pay for. Oh, his like that? Kind. I thought you meant like a legit charity. No, oh, I mean, no, but it was but it was on GoFundMe, and yeah. it was written as if like the reality is he didn't have the money to pay for the thing that he needed. Yeah, and people want to help. He made more money than the goal. Oh. My God. On his lip injections. That's insane. Did he get cheeks fillers? Chin? I don't know what he what got, he but he definitely got the lip injections. I love that you should preference about you being obsessed with like. Oh, I, I have an obsession with you, like fillers. You'll and, be like, you'll point them out. Like, you'll be like, oh, they got them. They're like, I they yeah. love it. <laughs> I have an obsession with it. I don't know what it is. We were just talking about. I follow it on Instagram. I follow like before and after. The afters. processes? Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about what celebrity was it that just got a nose down. We were like, what? I feel bad saying her name. We don't have to. We're just any. It could Deborah be any- Kessing. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any celebrity that got it. But everyone, no shame in the game. But Do what makes you feel there's good. There's just people. a lot of, yeah. I'm not a fan of nose jobs unless. I mean, I'm not a fan of nose jobs in the sense that, like, can be very that scares me. Yeah. But, like, lip injections, for some reason, I, like, it's like popping a zit. Like, some <laughs> people like that, and it's gross. To me, lip injections are the same I just same want to clarify, feeling. when he says he's obsessed, it's not that his whole face is filled with fillers. No, he's no. obsessed with the process. I am obsessed with it. I've had them before. Yeah, you got your lips done years ago, I feel like. I also had a reaction to it. Yeah. And the side of my face will. And then it went away. <laughs> and then it went away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have an obsession with it. So that was in my, that was like one of the funniest GoFundMes slash, you know, charities, you know, give money to this person for free yeah. situation I've ever seen. People abuse it and that is upsetting. And it takes away from the people that actually. There's so many people that need it. Need it. So how do we put charity in business? <sighs> okay. Let's get into it. I just want to say, too, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I think giving is giving, but 
how can you be more consistent about it and not being reactive? And I think, you know, there's some spiritual concepts around giving, which is really important. I think we should share some of the the energy behind sharing and how it takes away the ego that comes from the money we make. But anything is giving, but how can you be more consistent with it so it's more powerful, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the spiritual concept of it a little bit? Sure. I was not prepared for that. I know. Um, Like, are we going deep, deep? Not too deep. Stay up here. Oh, okay. We're in our floaties on the top of the water. Okay, Okay, guys. Not diving into We're having a corona on the pool side. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just talk about the ego that money... Money creates ego. Let's be real. Yeah, so money comes... Money can do positive things and negative things. So when we receive money, there's a mixture of positive and negative energy into it. When we give to charity from our income energetically it removes the negative part of the money and that negative part goes away it's kind of and when you give it transforms its negativity into positivity yeah. so there's kind of some alchemy going on in that sharing process so people because I've had someone say well if you're giving away the negative money why would you want to give the negative money to somebody but it's not you're negative to them one man's Trash is another right. man's treasure. One man's you negativity know, is another man's positivity. Yeah, and it's the concept. I think it goes to beyond ego, but also certainty of I've made this money. And, you know, some of, some of the concepts that we teach is like you're the manager of the money that you get. And so it's technically not all yours, but it's yours and it's coming through and it's flowing through your life for you to use it to be very successful or to do, like, what are you going to do with it, right? How are you managing your money? And so by removing a certain percentage of it, which we'll talk about how much and what's beneficial and how to work your way up to that, by removing that negative percentage, you actually are saying, even though it's painful and it hurts and you're giving it away, and and now when we give it to charities, like, my gut drops whenever I do it, and then the idea is that I have certainty that I know that money's going to come back tenfold, and it always does. Like, money will just show up in my life in areas, but I always, that's the one thing, because I'm so certain that money will be, I'm attracting more money in my life, I don't hesitate to go through that painful process of giving that negative money away. I think also, too, like, people, they want to make more money, make more money, make more money. and then so they, they hoard it. And then they keep it. They do. They don't spend it. And then there's no more room in the in that vessel to create to bring in more. And they're like, why can't I make more? It's like because you're full. Like you gotta gotta empty some of that out. Yeah. And so charity is a productive, proactive way of doing that. What I think is interesting to note too is that when we don't give to charity, the universe just takes it anyway. Mm-hmm. Your car breaks down, tire goes flat, spill your coffee. Like the universe is set up and structured in a way that you are going to give. Yeah. Either you're going to give and it's reactive, like you didn't have a choice, um, or you're going to proactively give so you don't have to experience the loss in other ways. Mm-hmm. Is that too deep? Or are we still sitting with the poolside? I know you and I have been... No, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Screw it. Let's dive in. So, I, David and I have been um, spiritual students for a long time, and so we share a lot of those concepts with our students to kind of just give a different reality to a physical thing. And so... we. I think everything we teach is a spiritual concept. We just disguise it as yeah. normal. And we always teach something spiritual with a physical backing. And so it's it's really important to understand that. And you and I have been doing this method of charity and giving within our business and our interpersonal incomes for 10 plus years now. Yep. And I will say when I stop, like there's times where my ego gets in my head and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that much or I'm not going to, not this month, you know what, next month. And without fucking fail, <laughs> something 
happened. I get charged extra at the airport. Like, I don't drive anymore, so, but, like, <laughs> something would happen. Like, I would have, like, oh, root canal at Christmas? Okay. <laughs> like, where I held that money to spend more on Christmas presents. You know, things like that. It's just, like, without fail, something would happen. But also without fail, every time that I do give my percentage away every month from my income, I make sure to— or I always receive something back. Like randomly in Bigger, pandemic, better. apparently I paid too much money in 2019 and got random money back from the right. government. You know, just things like that that it's just like I know because I put that out there and I did those things that that was the result. Yeah. I, I tell people <clears throat> money and energy, money is such a cool thing because it mimics energy. There's only so much energy in the world. There's only so much money in the world. What happens when we make too mu- when we print too much money? We we have there's too much energy to go around. What happens then? People take it away. Yeah. Like when the, when we had the housing crash, people were taking out mortgages and mortgages and mortgages and loans and things, and then they couldn't pay it back. And so what happens? The universe collapsed. Right? Like the whole economy just tanked because if you don't give back what you've borrowed affects everyone and everything, and it brings destruction. There's so, always cause and effect in everything you do beyond money. So we are taking, when we talk about charity, it's allowing you to go, it's allowing you to give back. Almost like if you imagine your whole life financially is on loan from the universe, you need, and then, you know, every month you have to make a payment on that loan yeah. to, like, stay in good standing. And if you don't make your payment, they're going to come and take the money anyway. Yeah. So... Your choice is to either do it proactively or to suffer the the pain that goes along with doing it reactively. Yeah. It's like there's pain by like how I was describing every time like I, I do my percentage every month, like that's painful. Like you're choosing it, it's, it's proactive. Exactly, but it's still painful. I'm not saying that the pain will never go away of it hurts to hurt your ego. Well, right? here's the other thing too. You keep we keep talking about pain. I yeah. think we're jumping ahead. If it's not painful, it's probably not charity. Exactly. If it's it not painful, hurt. it's probably not giving. It should hurt a little bit. And then, but then suffering, which I, my students know, I, I like ground it in their head of the difference between pain and suffering. Suffering would be not doing it and then going through that whole process. And having to do it anyway. And having to do it anyway and having it forced. So it's like, you know. But yeah, I, I think people assume, I, I, I meet a lot of people like, oh, I'm such a giver. I love giving, 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 giving. You really find out that yeah. That person is getting high off of giving. Yeah. So they don't like giving. They like the feeling giving energy. gives them, <laughs> which is in fact taking. Yeah. And so giving is really there's a level of like it hurts. It doesn't feel comfortable. I don't tell people about it. It goes real giving has a painful quality to it. Our teacher taught us a long time ago. Um, I remember she was telling us an example of someone that gave to a homeless um, a homeless man and then came and bragged about it. <laughs> and she was telling us the story. I don't know if you were in this class, but she was telling us the story. And, and the idea was that it just canceled out the good deed. And so the true sharing would be would be sharing without getting the notoriety about it, like right. not getting the— Without getting the, the plaque, yeah, the trophy. To know that you did it and no one else needs to know. You and that person know, but no one else needs to know. So let's talk about how to—I keep saying this and we go off on Yes, I know. There's Charity one, and business, what should they do? How should they do it? Okay. One of the biggest mistakes that salons make when giving to charity is that they do whatever is happening that month. They're like, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We're going to give to Susan B. Coleman? Anthony. Anthony? No, Susan B. 
<laughs> we're going to give to Susan. And Susan, um, you know, that's wonderful that you want to do that. But unless you're consistently giving, just that one month isn't very helpful. It, you know, all of a sudden it's Gay Pride Month and now everyone's giving to gay charities. And then it's Black History Month and we're just going to give to black-owned businesses. And every we just like, we pick a month and we just kind of give to that area. And I tell it's very reactive. It's very reactive. It's and it's not um, it's not good for those charities, which are also businesses. Um, to have an increase in low. Increase yeah. In Imagine low. if a client came to you only in February. Yeah. Every February, that's when all your clients come to you because your month is February, and then they don't see the rest of the year. Also, not gonna, you're not going to make any I'm gonna money. I'm going to put this into an analogy that we as hairdressers can understand. It's like when we say we're always busy in the holidays. Yeah. You know? That's what that is. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could be as busy as we are in the holidays all year round? How much more proactive would that be? Less stress, more consistency. So the idea is to give like that as well. Exactly. So choosing a charity, whether it's globally or locally, we always recommend locally, um, that you can consistently, it matches up with your beliefs. It matches up with your, it, it makes you feel authentic giving to them. It matches up with your your mission. Um and we're talking to those who own the business. So, because if you, I had one person was like, should I ask my team what they want? Sorry, team. Not that you shouldn't give your opinion, but you're not the business owner. You should, the, business the team owner. should <laughs> donate consistently to on their, their own, charity. On their own. Yeah. But business owners, teach them that. with business owners, you're, you're talking about your income, all that. If you're a salon, if you're just a stylist, we're talking about your income. If you're a suite owner, we're talking about your income. So it's whoever's listening, we're talking about your income. Mm-hmm. And you want to pick a charity that really sticks with you. And you want to stick with 1%. You want to give them 1% of your revenue, whether it's weekly, monthly, or yearly. You just want to pick like, we do yearly for some of ours. We're like, at the end of the year, we what's 1% of that? We send yep. a check to that a charity. Fat. Here you go. It some, hurts more. It hurts more. Uh, some people need to do monthly because they just, they don't think about yearly. Some people need to do weekly because they forget. Um, it doesn't matter what time frame you do it as long as it's 1%. The starting starting point starting is, is 1%. 1%. And we want to work our way up to 10%. Yes. So that that's Are we where, going into that? I think we did when we talked about removing the negativity and ego. Okay. But I I <laughs> they're like, "What? What Well, I think say? because I think if you're religious <laughs> Sign up for coaching and we'll if, tell you. if you grew up in a religious family like me, mm-hmm. you know what giving 10% of your earnings away is. Yeah. And I think that can be kind of triggering for some people like, I'm Absolutely. not going to do that. So even if it's 1%, yeah. up to 10%, 5%, whatever you can give, and you want to do it after taxes. After taxes. After taxes. So don't, But not after expenses. Not after expenses. After taxes. Yep. Give taxes first, and then what's left over, then you'll do the 1% to 10% off of that amount. And then what's left over is what you use for your expenses. And Even then- if you did one and you stayed there and your business grows, so does that number for the charity, which yeah. is the this is what You can do change percentage. charities annually, but I would suggest staying with one annually. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We actually, the, the charity that we donate to is really powerful for us. It's the Center for Black Equity, and it helps— the LGTB, LGBT, LGBT. We can mess it up because we're part of it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, black youth, <laughs> and it donates to them, especially being, um, you know, fifty percent gay company. Well, you 100%. actually hundred percent gay company. You and I are both gay. Our company is hundred percent gay. With our coaches, it brings it down to fifty percent. 
But it was really important for us to donate to our community, but we also we also want to help the black community. And we found this charity. It was just everything we were looking for. And and so now we give percentage and their, of our their annual their whole mission is really them. just creating equity for LGBTQ plus black youth, which is a very different thing than just LGBTQ plus youth, which yeah. tends to favor the white community. Yeah. So we were really happy to give to them. We should probably like reach out to them and like well, we, have we a have chat. we have when we first started, but we haven't like yeah. um, we didn't make it like a we're not best friends yet. We're not best friends yet, <laughs> but we will be. Um, but yeah, starting with one percent is a good way to go if you want to up it. If you're like some of my students, you're going to be like, I'm going to give twenty five percent. No, you don't need. I think what we're saying don't is don't hurt yourself. Start consistency is key. So whatever number you can do consistently right now, even if it's one percent, is way better than all these bursts of random giving. The point is to not stop. I teach this when I teach my when I we have big money talks with our students and I we talk a lot about obviously this concept of sharing and, and charity. We also talk a lot about how to properly save. And I tell them that it has to be enough um, to make progress, but not enough for you to notice it, like when saving. So you can do big amounts to add on top every month. Um, like, let's say you have an extra thousand dollars. You're like, oh, I'm going to put $300 more in my account. But like, you might want to start off with like $50 a week. Right. It's enough to make a difference in a month, but it's not enough that you like notice it coming out when you start or noticing you need to it. Grab it. Yeah. The whole point is to not have to, oh, I saved too much. I'm Right. I'm not doing well this month. I have to grab for it. Yes, that's what savings is for. But if we can do smaller amounts and then add to it later, it's more proactive. Same with charity. Mm-hmm. Same with charity. Start it, small. And, like and if said, at the end of the year you want to do a bigger donation, go for it. But And also, remember, charities are write-offs. Right. There is a cap, but they are write-offs. But that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it so that to remove— It's not that much of a benefit. <laughs> it's not that much of a benefit, to be honest. But we are doing it to remove negativity from our money. And if you think about how much money affects our lives— that's a lot of negativity to focus on removing. Well, just think about the reactivity. I know some, you know, talking to students or just hairdressers in the community, they'll take anything that, that comes their way, even if they don't want to do it because they don't want to lose the money. They will, um, you know. We did that when we moved to New York. Yeah. You we know. did some weird shit oh to make a buck. Yeah. And it's reactive, right? Or they'll stay late or they'll come in on their day off to help that person that's like, mm, can't you just do a Sunday night? You know, I know you got to put your kid to bed, but <laughs> <laughs> but my and hair. then we do it, and then it's like, was that worth the hundred bucks? Right? Like, would have would the you know we really just like we technically get a hundred years in life, right? And is how many hours in a day? How many you know days in a week? Like, is that hundred dollars worth? I'd rather sometimes? give that client a hundred dollars to go away. <laughs> yeah, is that hundred dollars <laughs> worth? Sometimes what we're sacrificing that we can't get back right. because we can get another hundred dollar client. But we also might not be able to get that time back with our family or I mean, our friends. you won't friends. get it back. You won't get it back. Not might. I mean, time travel could still be a thing. Who knows? Soon, hopefully. Anymore. <laughs> and then we can ta- travel back in time and quarantine earlier. Uh, <laughs> Make more money earlier so we can give more and it'll be a yeah, whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, there are deeper things like what tithing is and what 10% is and what that looks like. And we have deep, we teach that in our coaching, um, not in a religious way, but in a spiritual, practical way to take your money, utilize it, not just for yourself, but for the world, for your community, and to kind of, you know, balance energy. Energy, if, when there's a problem in a business or in a relationship or in anything, it's just because the energy is out of whack. It's yeah. it's mis- it's not balanced. Money is always out of whack. Either we're making a lot of it or we're making none of it. And to balance it, giving is actually the 
the antidote for to balance all that out. And to take it to a physical level, when we think about the economy, small businesses are a big portion of it, right? And so if we're not doing things to benefit each other, like I was talking about a couple episodes ago about giving to local businesses mm-hmm. and how you can make relationships. If we're not doing that and helping each other all thrive and grow versus being like, take, 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 we're not going to grow as a community and as yeah. an economy. And it's really important. We, we've we talked about this. If you've been a longtime listener, you know we suggest sharing clients with other businesses. Like, don't try to hoard all the clients and, and create competition. Like, share the clients that don't benefit you to another place. Share employee Just because it was a bad employee for you doesn't mean this employee should never be able to work again and get another chance. They might thrive somewhere else. So we really have to get on this concept, concept of sharing. and. Yep. Sharing with each other, sharing to elevate the, com- the economy and the community. It's just, we have I, to stop being ego. I remember my selfish. teacher one time told me, we'll know that the world is changing when a when a pair of shoes costs $100 and you feel that you should pay $120 for them. Mm. Right now, we, we come from a place of, they're $100, are they on sale? Yeah. Well, they have a scratch in them. We want we want to take discounts. We want to take, we take, take, take energy versus being like, I see the value in this. Yeah. I want to give more. They're a hundred dollars, but I actually, to me, they're worth one hundred and twenty because I love them so much. So I'm going to give you more. It, that made me think of when I've had multiple students over the years of coaching that every time they raise, they have one client or a few clients that says every time they raise their prices. Yeah, every time they raise their prices. Sorry, a client will come to them and say it's about time. Yeah, but I knew you know. You deserve it. You or the one it. that tips you like a hundred percent each time, and it's like that person. That person is in that consciousness of that I, change that's coming. Yeah, I want like to. Yeah, you're charging this, but to me, you're worth this. Yeah, and we should probably start listening to those people. <laughs> yeah, and really putting our money where stop trying to take, 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 and really give value. Like David and I stress that. Yes, there's a benefit of trading and things like that, but we should pay each other. Like all yeah. of our friends here. We don't trade. Yeah. You cut my hair, you pay my price. I, I do your you, job. I even if it's price. a haircut. Yeah. I cut you cut my hair, I pay yeah, your price. Pay I cut your hair, I pay your price. Yeah. Then it's not this that creates balance in the relationship. It creates balance in the money. I have so many students that are like, Oh, I'm doing a trade for marketing, I'm doing a trade for Instagram, I'm doing a trade for uh massage, I'm doing a trade for and it's like it's never a trade. Yeah. It's never a fair trade. And there's always resentment in the end because the energy isn't balanced. Yeah. Your hair, Never your haircut to... might be worth more, or their photo photography sessions might be worth more, and it's just never going to balance out. Pay money is a form of transferring energy. It's a very powerful process. I mean, since we're in the deep end, even not, <laughs> not even, taking, we're not even close to the deep end. I know, <laughs> taking things for free and giving things for free is not good, and it's not because the person receiving the thing. Actually, it hurts more to the person receiving the thing for free because if I receive something for free, I did nothing to earn that. And so you're taking away that energy process. of the earning process of working for something and, and well, think doing of it, something I always think of it like a bank. When I go, getting something for free is like getting a loan from a bank. What happens when you pay that loan back? It costs more. You yeah. end up having to pay back more than what you initially borrowed. Yeah. It, I, again, our teacher was like, you know, at least a thief will actually get something for taking something from someone else. Whereas, like, when we're trying to steal energy or something like that, we not only lose, we don't even get the thing. We now owe energy back. So it's just, it's almost better just to write out steal if you're going to take something. Yeah. <laughs> but energetic, no consciousness it. energetically with money, really, 
I think when people think take when people talk about taking control of their finances, their first thought is to save. But I think the real trick is when you want when you take control of your finances is when you figure out how you're going to give it away. Give it, pay your bills, then save. Exactly. This was great. This was very. I'm surprised Next. we went here. <laughs> We needed a, a good one like that, especially because I think we spent most of the like pandemic was, bringing guests on because that was really the only way to keep the podcast going. And we wanted to really get in touch with our community. But I think it I feel was really like good it was a back quick here. one, but I feel like it was a deep one. Yeah. Max, what'd you learn? What'd you get? Giving is important. Giving is important. <laughs> Do you, um, no, are you going to start giving? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, not that he does. Not that he already. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Giving differently. Like, there's, like, this hurdle that it always feels like you don't have enough or, like, it's out of your grasp. There are, like, those apps or those, like, built-in things with your bank that will, like, round off. Yep. Change. If you buy something, it's, like, $9.73. Like, it rounds off the change. You can move it into, like, a different account. It builds up over time. And, like, that's a really easy way to give to a charity. Exactly. yeah, keep something consistent. Exactly. Now, I think giving— Beautiful. My brother actually created an app called Give, G-Y-V-E, and he sold it. Um, and basically, it does round up, but for charities only. Yeah, that's, that's cool. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. But anyways, that was deep. Hopefully, that was great. Hopefully, everyone got some tidbits, and we get some feedback on that. If you have more questions about giving, maybe I'll do a class on giving. We've been talking about doing a money class. It's just so deep. A money class. And so there's so much there's information. There's so much. And so we kind of hold back because it, it needs to be more of like a 10-week course. breakdown course yeah. versus— It's know. also you have to be sensitive. People, everyone has trauma around money. Absolutely. Either they grew up without money, they had too much money, they didn't have to work for anything, or they had to work for everything. Like, there's so many different reactions around money. So it's a sensitive subject, but I hope that— I hope that if you apply, if you can just apply any of these tools, at least one percent to charity, um, and also like Sid said, consistency. Keep it consistent. Pick something that you can stick with for at least a year, um, and do something that matters to you. You know, I think that's really important too. So Aww, I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next Bye. time. Bye.